Previously on Return Home. My name is Jonathan Barker. After five years away, I returned to my hometown of Melancholy Falls after receiving a mysterious phone call. Hello, Jonathan. Return home. Along with my best friends, Buddy and Amy, we found that larger forces were at play. In addition to being the chosen one and all sorts of strangeness happening, I found that my mother was missing and my father did not remember me. It's okay. We're here now. We're together again. After our reality changed due to a memory-stealing deity, we were able to defeat her and bring my parents back. Jonathan? Is that you? We don't know what comes next, but we do know that we are in this together. All of us. Seriously, we just became an episode of Scooby-Doo. It is now time to return home. Jonathan, come here. Give me a hug. Hey, Dad. Is this still a good time? Yes, of course. This is your home, too. Come in, please. Olivia, darling, Jonathan's here. Oh, sweetie, it's so good to see you. It's really good to see you, too, Mom. And kind of weird, I hate to say. I I almost got used to the two of you not being in my life. It kind of sucked. Is that why you didn't stay over last night? Sort of. I think we all just needed a good night's sleep, and I figured you guys didn't want to talk about it just then. So, Buddy's Couch. It's been kind of my go-to lately. Well, come on. Sit down. Let's talk. I know we have plenty to catch up on. You really don't know the half of it. It's been a... Well, I was going to say it's been a bad month, but it's definitely been a bad much longer than that. I know, sweetie, and we're sorry. Both your father and I wish we could have been there for you when you came back, but things were... complicated. You're telling me. But... I am sure you have questions. I do, and a lot of them, but I just have to say how glad I am that you guys are back. Like, really glad. It's been like one ray of sunshine in this long line of stormy weather lately. That whole thing with Nemosin, well, we don't get a lot of real winds around here, but man, I'm really glad this is one of them. We are too. Clearly it got out of hand. And I don't think Zane realized just how out of hand it was until it was too late. Tell us what's been going on with you since you've been home. Which, by the way, it's so good to have you home again. Actually, in our home, I mean. It's good to be home. Uh, Like, really home. Not just on Buddy's couch, as comfortable as that is. So that's where you've been staying? Yeah, for for the most part. Uh, Up until a month or so ago, when Miranda came into town. How is Miranda? We haven't seen her since the wedding. We divorced. Oh. I'm sorry to hear that. And please don't call it a wedding. It wasn't. It was a civil ceremony at a courthouse. It was a union between two people who love each other. That's a wedding in my book. Regardless, it's over now. How come? It just... it didn't work out, okay? Let's let's just leave it at that for now. Why did she come all this way, then? To talk to me about everything. Don't they have phones for that? I 
kind of ignored her phone calls. Jonathan. Yes, I, I know, but it's fine now. Minus the part where Amy and Buddy didn't talk to me for a while when they found out. They didn't know you got married? They didn't. And then they didn't take it so well when they did. Why didn't you tell them? Well, since I've been back, I've kind of had a lot going on. You know, like finding out that I'm a special chosen one and I was picked to fight against the forces of darkness and haven't been destined to do so my entire life, even though my parents neglected to tell me any of that. You know, that kind of stuff. Well, like we said, I am sure you have a lot of questions. That we are more than happy to answer. Just know that we didn't mean to keep anything from you. We just did what we thought was right. What we all thought was right. They do say it takes a village to raise a child. A, a village, Mom. Not a secret society ruled by the shadows. <laughs> well, now, the shadows don't actually oversee the society, but they are an integral part of it. That's... that's not what I meant. Can you just start from the beginning, please? How long have you two been part of the Society of Shadows? Our whole lives. We've grown up with it. It's always been part of our family. That's even how we met. So why the hell did I only just find out about them? To keep you safe. We knew that eventually you would have to stand up to face the coming darkness. But we didn't want to let on that you were the one. If word got out, the Order of Billeth would have come after you at a very young age. When you, or we, weren't ready to face them. So we kept it from you until the time was right. And the right time was to call me in the middle of the night with a creepy phone call and basically force me to come home because neither of you could pick up the phone? Well, it wasn't supposed to go down that way exactly. What do you mean? Well, like your mother said, there were some complications in the process. <sighs> Isn't there always? Oh, let's just own up to it, Mason. The whole debacle was our fault. Wait, your fault? What do you mean, your fault? To be fair, we didn't know that Nemeson was off-kilter then. So when I opted to undergo the process, it took a little too well. Back up a bit, Mason. You're confusing him. Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? A few years ago, we learned there was a dissenter in our ranks. Someone actively working against the Society of Shadows from within. We didn't know how far up the ladder they were or what they knew. Who it was is still unknown to us. But we were afraid of certain information getting into the wrong hands. Namely, where you had gone to. So, in order to make sure the order didn't get to you before things started to ramp up again before you returned home, your father elected to undergo a memory-erasing procedure. Hang on a second. You voluntarily let an ancient deity erase your memory? To a certain extent. However, she was only supposed to erase more recent things, such as your whereabouts in California, among other things. However, she went a little too far. As it turns out, she had gone a little mad after thousands of years. She hit it well. Up until the hospital thing. So instead of just erasing the information we wanted, she erased all memory of you whatsoever. And you couldn't just... get it back? See, that's the thing about working with ancient deities. They're unpredictable. I guess when people stop believing in you over thousands of years, you go a little mad. She has always been a part of our cause, though. She meant well, in her own way. Just thousands of years of hurt had twisted her outlook a bit. Yeah, but what does it have to do with the Society of Shadows kidnapping Mom? They didn't kidnap me, per se. More like I allowed them to take me. Hang on, I'm confused. You've been kept away from me for over a year because you felt like it? It was more of a safety issue. With your father not able to remember you or the Society of Shadows plan, we elected to put me into hiding so no one could get to me. And since she was already under their protection, they decided they could use it as a bargaining chip to guarantee your participation in the coming battles. Why didn't anyone tell me? Why couldn't you just come to me and told me and I, I could have just pretended that you were locked up? Too risky. Too many other factors going on. And if word got out, and someone else was to get to you first, all would have been lost. That was a real crappy thing to do. Do you know how hard that was? T to not have my parents there? For any of this? 
please understand, that wasn't our intention in the slightest. Things didn't go the way we wanted them to. We're very sorry that happened. We wish we could have taken it all back, but our hands were tied and we sometimes have to play the cards we are dealt. Yeah, I know, but I'll be honest. I'm not happy with what happened, but I know you were trying your best. I'm not mad at you. I'm just, I'm mad at the situation and everything else that's happened since then. I don't know, I just feel like it all could have been avoided if you just told me to begin with. If only it were that simple, Jonathan. If only you knew the circumstances in which you became what you are now. I know I'm adopted. Zane showed us with the door. Or we made him show us. Oh, Jonathan, we always planned to tell you, but- There was never a good time. Right, I, I get it. I'm not even mad about that. I just wish that- Look, you guys are my parents. You always will be. You raised me, and I'm a barker through and through. But with all the Chosen One stuff and the ceremony, I, I, I have to ask, who were they? Your birth parents? I, I'm not going to find them or anything. I, I just, I want to know who they were and how they figure into all of this. Jonathan, I'm not so sure that you... Your mother's name was Celia Dermondi. Mason! Does it truly matter anymore, Olivia? We might as well just tell them about her. Was? What do you mean that was her name? She's passed. Many years ago, shortly after the ceremony. We didn't know much about her beforehand, but after... We wanted to make sure she was taken care of, that she had the things she needed. What happened? There was... an accident. It was no one's fault, really. These things just... happen. But the poor girl had no one else, no one mourned her but us. And we made sure she was taken care of, even in death. What about my birth father? That we don't know. Zane would never reveal who it was. And after a while, we stopped asking. So he could still be out there? I suppose, but we found it best to leave well enough alone. What made them special? Why did she give birth to a chosen one? We're not sure. The way it works is unclear. The society has just followed the teachings of those that came before. Without questioning it? The old ways have existed for millennia, and they have always worked. We continue with tradition. What about the Order? How did they figure into this? They have existed just as long as the society has. There are two sides to every coin. And where the Society of Shadows is the Yin, the Order of Billeth is the Yang. The creature they worship, Billeth, her return spells destruction, not just for Melancholy Falls, but the world. How they continue to recruit others to their cause. The lies they tell. It never ceases to amaze me. You know, as bad as they may be with being harbingers of the coming darkness or whatnot, you know that Zane and the Society are working with them now, right? We've heard. While we don't agree with the Alliance, we realize it's necessary, given the situation at hand. You mean with the Never Was? If both sides feel that... Whatever this never was is, is dangerous, then we have no choice but to follow their lead. Look, I, I get it. The Order is providing some logistical support on this stuff, but I, I still don't trust them. That Lundy guy gives me the creeps. And who the hell is that weirdo walking around holding an umbrella all the time? They strike me as a little eccentric, but we will tolerate them for now until this whole situation is over with. I just, I don't get it. If they're here now, hiding in plain sight, why can't we just stop them before they do anything worse because that's not how things are done jonathan it goes against the old ways well maybe the old ways don't work anymore maybe it's time for some new ones the prophecy will be fulfilled the way it was written so long ago why haven't i seen this prophecy still everyone keeps talking about it what it says and what it says i will do and yet 
I've never actually laid eyes on it. What if I can't do what it asks me to do? What if I'm not enough? Jonathan. And even with Amy, which, by the way, I know about, so thanks for that. But what if we can't do what we were meant to do, even together? Sweetie. No, seriously, it's been, what, a a year since I've gotten back, and I'm just getting you guys back? And every time we fight something, we just somehow miraculously bumble our way into defeating it. Hell, I barely even know how to use my powers, so what the hell have we even been doing? Jonathan, listen to me. How the hell can anyone ever expect me to help stop some ancient evil from returning to Earth and destroying all of humanity when I can barely even keep my own life from falling apart? Do you remember when we took you to Camp Nibibosco? And that one day, when you told me that you had made a new friend by the lake, you said that the older boys were picking on him, and you didn't think that was fair. So you yelled at them to stop. It wasn't until the camp counselor told me much later that I realized what happened. He said, one of those bullies knocked you down and gave you a bloody nose. But you got up again and continued to tell them to lay off the other kid. And then it happened again. And then again. He said you kept getting right back up to defend him until he was able to get over there to stop them. He said he must have watched you get knocked down four or five times before he managed to get those kids away. And you know what that shows me? I I don't know. That you stand up for what you believe in, no matter the odds. You always have growing up. Even when it's clearly stacked against you, you don't back down. And that's no different here. Except this time, you're not alone. You have us. We'll be there, right by your side and Buddy, and Amy, and the entire Society of Shadows, and whomever else you might have helped along the way. This isn't just your fight, Jonathan. It's everyone's. So while, yes, the Chosen One may be the one destined to stop Billeth, that doesn't mean you'll be alone in doing it. And even if you were, that wouldn't matter. You'd still be able to do it. You know why? Why? Because we believe in you, Jonathan. We always have. We may have made some mistakes in the past, but not anymore. We're not going anywhere. We'll be by your side no matter what, fighting with you. We love you, Jonathan. I love you guys, too. Well, this got pretty emotionally heavy pretty fast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it did. (laughs) Say, why don't we celebrate? We're all together again. It's been a long while since that happened. Let's have a barbecue. Really? That's an excellent idea. I'm sure you've all been working hard since you've been back. Why not relax a little? Invite your friends, and you can tell us all about your adventures. How does that sound? It sounds normal. Something we've had a severe lack of around here lately. Well then, it's settled. Tomorrow? Tomorrow it is. I'll call them soon and and I'll let them know. It'll be good to catch up with them. It's been too long. Hey, um, thank you guys for, you know, everything. We're your parents, sweetie. It's our job. Now come on, dinner's getting cold. Oh yes, your mother made her famous lasagna. Oh, wow. What's wrong? Nothing. It's just I've been living off hot dog platters and untidy Joseph's at Buddy's house forever. Not that they weren't good, but... Man, I forgot what a good home-cooked meal tastes like. Well, let's remind you then. So, uh, hey, what sins have you come across so far? Oh, this is gonna be a weird dinner conversation, but, uh, just a few. The first one was, uh, was greed. Greed? Where was that hiding? Do you remember Kaylin Rubina? Her? Oh, no, it it wasn't her. It it was her husband, actually. The Weasley-looking guy was greed? Yeah, can you believe it? And you guys are not gonna believe this. There was this other thing there, it was called the Raggedy Man, and it was summoned by an old record that we accidentally played, and then Buddy, he actually ran him over with his car that he drove through the front window. And then a couple weeks back, he actually returned, and we had to fight him off with Big Red Eye.
This is entry 536 in the confessional of Stephen Lundy, first leading knight of the Order of Billeth. It has been some time since my last entry, but much has happened since then. The plans we have set in place so long ago are almost at fruition. With great interest, we have been studying the openings into the other worlds, the tears, as they call them. It looks like my initial thoughts were correct, and we are well on our way to finding the correct time and place for what we need for our purpose. The alliance between the Order and the Society of Shadows is tentative at best, but it will soon be at an end. Soon, our greatest accomplishment will be at hand, and we will worry no longer. We ask, and Billeth provides, and the fruits she gives us bear such wondrous gifts. I have suffered long enough, and the time of her arrival is nigh. I will be by her side when she returns, and I will help her usher us into a new age of splendor. And the rest of this town, this world, will tremble in her wake. Billeth is coming, and when she does, may her light shine down upon you until it burns you into ash. Return Home, Episode 33, We Believe in You. It was written and produced by Jeff Heimbuck. It featured the vocal talents of Paulina Logan, David Doris, and Jeff Heimbuck. The original musical score was by Corey Celeste. Want to find us on social media, buy Return Home merchandise, or support us on Patreon? You can find links for each in the show notes or on our website at returnhomepodcast.com. Questions? comments glad you got some more backstory send us an email at returnhomepodcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you until next time pleasant dreams